With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All the TV guys, all the TV guys need to go back and say, if I was wrong about the weather, if I was wrong in football as much as you guys were wrong about the weather today. I, see, Nelson had to be in a panic, get everybody over here early. I got here this morning. They said it was going to be three inches of rain starting at 1 o'clock. Beautiful, humid Florida day out there. I'm glad we moved this inside because it was hot out there, or humid anyway. So how did it go? The first uh, mini camp, which looks a lot like OTAs. Yeah, well, it's exactly like OTAs. I mean, we look at it as OTA 11. I mean, that's really how. Uh, the only difference really is that we can we can be on the field a little longer. We we get these guys a little bit longer. Uh, we practice the same amount of time, but you can you can go out early. Just some some subtle changes like that. But there's really there's really no different. I th- I thought offensively, we were a little bit flat today. I thought the defense got the best of the got the best of the offense. Again, it's hard. It's hard. There's going to be there's going to be uh, highs and lows. There were some good plays on both sides, but uh, overall, I thought the defense was just a little crisper than the offense. That early interception, it was either in the first or the second period. Didn't see who it was. Yeah, though, it was uh, It was actually in two-minute. We started off practice in a two-minute drill, and it was Robert Ayers uh, getting an interception. You know, that's one of those ones where if, if you're in a real two-minute drill, Robert Ayers is probably trying like crazy to sack the quarterback. Did you get a new camera? Oh, it's a gimbal. Observation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in a real in a real two minute drill, Robert's probably trying like crazy to get a sack. In underwear football, he's playing a little softer at the line of scrimmage. He was in the throwing lane. I don't think Jameis saw him. It was a nice play by Robert. Uh, the second group of two minute that was a really nice two minute drive by Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then uh, the third group uh, got stopped on down. So that's that's how we started practice today. There's been so much attention on the offense and all the pieces you've added to it that maybe the defense has been underlooked. Uh, you talk about the pieces you've got coming back, um, two defensive ends that didn't play last year. Yeah. What are you seeing just out here that, that's impressing you with, with how they're playing? Well, I, think, I think the best thing our defense has done is they've, they've had a lot of guys nicked up. They've had a lot of guys missing, and they've, they've probably got the best of the offense. If you just went or through 11 11 quote-unquote OTA practices, I'd say overall the defense has won more than they've lost, and that's with Noah Spence out, Jockey Smith out, uh, J.J. Wilcox has been out the whole time, Justin Evans has been out the whole time. Uh, the defense, they've improved their depth. Uh, the main the main players in that defense, Quan and Levante, Gerald in the middle, Vernon Hargraves have, have consistently made plays every day. Vernon Hargraves had another nice interception there in that last period, too. Two drop passes today and from more than one receiver. Yeah, too many. The heater. No, it was, it was sloppiness. I mean, way too many balls on the ground. That's why I said the offense. I didn't think the offense played very good. Way too many balls on the ground. The offense was kind of just flopping around out there today. Coach, do you go into this mini camp with any specific goals? And if so, what are they? Well, it starts with getting nobody hurt. Uh, because we're at the end, the players are going to be quote unquote off for six weeks. They're going to be working out on their own. 
you want everybody healthy coming into training camp. So number one, you don't want to get anybody hurt. We're finishing up our install on both sides. We're, we're kind of at the end of our install, so we're working on some specific packages on offense and defense. We had a lot more focus on red zone today. I already mentioned the two-minute drill. Uh, some different formations on both sides of the ball. So we worked on short yardage in one of the walkthrough periods. Uh, so there's there's a little more learning. The new guys, the rookies, and some of the newer guys maybe swimming a little bit. But uh, you know we're just trying to finish up on situational football more than anything, and then stay healthy going into fall camp. We saw a couple of shot plays to Deshaun. Um, one was a beautiful throw for a touchdown. The other one, you know, Hargraves made the interception. Yep. Is it just kind of how that's going to go uh, at times? Where you want the ball to always be out over the top more? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's a play package that we just put in today, a double move. So, you know, the thing about those double moves, you normally can't, when you just put something in, you're trying to rep it with all three groups, and uh, you can't rep it too much after these guys are smart, after the defense sees it once. So, I think we ran it three times today, had the one beautiful play for the touchdown. Uh, Hargraves did intercept one. They they were in a, a pressure on that one that got intercepted. Jameis would have taken a pretty good hit on that. He might even have been sacked. He was just trying to get it out. Uh, you know, this, again, this time of year, you're 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 cheering for both sides. I mean, you want both sides to do well. We need the work. Uh, obviously, I want the offense to do well, but at the same time, our, our defense is, is overlooked a lot. And uh, you know, I'm happy for those guys when they get the ball out. With 29 takeaways last year, was second in the league, and that's something that they're working on every day. I hate, I hate seeing it against our offense. Quan had two nice plays in the red zone where he poked the ball out on completions. Like I said back here, the offense had too many on the ground. You want to flip that over? The defense did a good job of getting the ball out. Martin had sort of an up-and-down year last year. He was looking really electric out there. What did you think of it? Yeah, well, again, it's, it's hard for a running back to not look good when you're going in shorts and you know nobody's playing blocks, nobody's on the ground. But, but Doug, he's definitely in fantastic shape. He does look quick. And uh, as we said all along, I mean, you know, the main thing with Doug is, is him being healthy and having his, his issues behind him. Running backs, linemen on both sides of the ball, their, their time to shine is coming in training camp. You know, I think after the first, when we come back in training camp, we go two days in shorts, one day in shells, then we go like a bunch of days in a row other than players' days off where we're in pads every day. And that, that's when those guys will really show how they're doing. So given that, Dirk, how, how do you evaluate these workouts? I mean, are you more concerned about what they're taking from the classroom onto the field, that kind of thing, as opposed to how they look? Uh... Uh, that, we, we did a spring grade on everybody. We did it yesterday. We did spring grades on every player, how we thought they did in the off season, And... Uh, it's just harder at some positions than others, so you have to. It's got to be a combination of classroom for the running backs, how they're catching the ball, assignment. You know, do they do their assignments and blitz pickup? Are they on the right guy? But you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get uh, yards after contact or anything like that. I mean, you can't you can't tell, but uh, that, that's just the rules we're we're under right now. Like a month from now, there's gonna be more cameras than this, and it'll be all over your building and probably all over you. Uh, the hard knocks thing for you. How comfortable are you with that? People having a window into your world, um, and you know how you do your job. And also, is there a chance that we could wind up with dirt cutter rock star? I kind of doubt that. I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> um, you know, as far as hard knocks goes, the only thing different than you folks being out there. I mean, I'll be honest. Once practice starts, 
other than when Rick's dancing to the music, I try to catch that. But other, other than that, I don't notice one person out there. All right, there's people in the middle. There's people over there. When we're practicing, I don't see Jack. Now, the one thing about Hard Knocks, they put a mic on you, okay? So they tape it to your chest every day. For about the first two minutes, you know it's there, and then you forget. I mean, and, uh, we're working, all right? We're working. So whether there was 10 cameras at practice or 100, it, it will make no difference. Now, what gets spit out, what comes out of my mouth that you guys can't hear uh, during practice, we'll have to see how that goes, and hopefully my mom's not embarrassed. Coach, some of the guys were saying that they're not thinking so much at the end of this week about the, the time off, but more about getting back here and being excited to come back. How encouraging is that for you? That's great to hear. I mean, they don't say that around me. But... Uh, no, that's that's so we've talked a lot about that having a having a plan for this six weeks when you come back when we come back for training camp we're going we don't have two weeks of phase one and three weeks of phase two we don't have a five-week build-up so we've talked to them a lot about uh being at the right body weight being in condition uh having the right hydration today was a good example of the humidity that you can expect here in august even though we'll be practicing in the morning uh yeah that's that's encouraging to hear that i hope i hope those guys are thinking that way you know, in our team meetings over the next couple of days, I'll be trying to trying to paint a little bit of a picture about what to expect in the fall. Up to this point, we've been we've been focusing on other stuff in the team meetings, but that's that's what I'll turn my focus to these last two days. You mentioned uh, the grades uh, you gave out yesterday and evaluating the players through the spring. Has there been a, a surprise, someone that's really stood out that uh, maybe you didn't expect? Uh, every time I get asked that, I'm sure I say the wrong wrong ones because I'm I'm just not thinking about it, but. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know about a surprise. I mean, I'd say everybody's about where they need to be. I don't think there's any anybody that's not doing what we're supposed to, or anyone that's uh, out of place too much. I, I mean, I said it the other day. Cameron Brait has had a really good off season. Uh, he and Adam Humphreys probably been the two most uh, consistent players on offense. And I'd say you know uh, probably Vernon Hargraves is uh, probably at the top of the defense as far as flash plays, you know, as far as steady plays. Gerald McCoy's out there doing his job every day, that, that type of thing. Can you say which rookie had the top grades? Rookie, uh, well, rookies, you know, because we've had a few of those guys out, injuries. So the two guys obviously on offense, O.J. Howard and Chris Godwin, have both done really well. Uh, you know, s- several of those other draft picks, haven't just haven't had a chance to do much because they two coming off surgeries and and two have been have been nicked up so you now you're talking about you're getting into the you know the undrafted guys uh again i'd say kind of about where they should be at the end of the season, you said that you wanted Vernon to play more aggressively, and you've, yep. you've emphasized that throughout OTAs. Yep. Uh, he's starting to make plays on the ball. What has lining up against Deshaun Jackson, and I know that he's not lining up against him all the time, but what has that done for him from a, a growth standpoint? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we can say that today just because there hasn't probably been enough matchups, you know, between times Deshaun's on his side and Deshaun's on the other side and then those guys all being here on the same days in the in the voluntary portion so I think that'll be a something that'll play itself out more in training camp one, one thing I can promise you we've had nobody on our team with that kind of speed and the, those DBs they they're shocked every time at how much Deshaun can run by him. Dirk what's your, your opinion or, or take on Donovan Smith and, and you know what he has produced his first two years it seemed like Maybe as a team, but him in particular, about halfway through the season, 
his second half was much better than his first yeah. half. Where, where do you think he's headed? As yeah, well? we think we think he's building on the second half. We think he's done that this spring. Donovan's a very intelligent guy, uh, extremely athletic, extremely powerful. You know, we have two guys that were drafted in that in that class. Donovan's played every snap that he's been here, and Jameis would have played every snap. But you guys made me take him out one game when I didn't want to. Look what it did for Mike. <laughs> yeah, look what it did for Mike. Mike should give me a kickback on that. Uh, Donovan, you know, Donovan's played. He's played so much, and he's going against an elite guy. Uh, you know, I, I think the number one thing Donovan just has to cut down is he's got to cut his penalties down, and he's got to play a little more consistent. When Don, when Donovan's consistent, he can be physically dominating at times, and. Uh, you know we're 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 happy we're a lot happier with Donovan than some other people are, so. Uh, but that's a real challenge, right? I mean, you're going against the I mean, arguably the best athlete maybe on the field in terms of speed and power. Yeah, every the other single side. snap yeah. and the responsibility of your franchise. <clears throat> yeah, it's a big responsibility, and I think Donovan's got the correct makeup, the proper makeup to play that position. I mean, we cut other players slack at growing into their roles, but. Some people have a tendency to not cut Donovan as much slack. It, it's a process. I mean, they don't come right out of college usually and turn into Pro Bowl players the first day. How can you really gauge progress at that position when guys that are in the trenches are so limited right now? Well, uh, because, number one, there's assignment and there's all, every coach made every player uh, plus and minus good and bad tapes in areas of improvement. So some of that is footwork, some of that is pad level, some of that is hand placement. We can still work on all that stuff. And then a lot of those things that the O-line in particular needs to work on, they can do over there in the far field over there with George and Butch when they're working on the sleds and working on the bags. They just, it's hard to sustain it. You know, they have to, they can't sustain Sustain is one of the things we need to do better, but that's something we can't really practice right now. But a lot of the other stuff we can practice. Some of the technique and things like that. Yeah, technique, footwork, hand placement. Coach, you can't coach size and speed. Jackson gives you the speed. Howard gives you the size. How much is that going to impact the playbook on offense? Well, the playbook, not that much, but hopefully it affects the execution of the plays. I mean, that's really, you know, that's really what matters is the – Players make plays. I mean, everybody's got a playbook, and uh, but players players make plays. And the ball doesn't have to be perfect. If a guy can run fast enough to track it down or if a guy's big enough to, to get an errant throw too high or too low. So guys with exceptional skills and talent, they can, they can make up for things that don't look as clean from the quarterback or from the protection. We got to see a great day from Roberto Aguayo today. Yeah. Um, maybe just the luck of the draw, but is that what you've been seeing? It's been close. Uh, you know, they've been going five kicks a day, and usually it's one here or there. You and I talked about that, Rick. I mean, that's that's the difference, though, over the course of a year between a 85% kicker and a 74% kicker. Uh, Roberto got the best of it today. Looked good. I mean, Nick, Nick looked good. They, I think we worked back to 54 yards on that last one, and uh, Nick's was a little bit short. Roberto, Roberto hit five clean ones, so that's what competition is. Coach, last year you didn't have a conventional fullback. You used Luke Stocker in that blocking back type role. You've got a couple guys, Johnson and Hicks, on the roster this year. Is that something you want to go back to, maybe having that, that conventional lead blocker type guy? Or well, yeah, we'd love to if it was the right fit. But when you only when you only have 53 spots and 46 on game day, that's the thing about that fullback is 
most, most teams that are going to use a fullback are going to be using it between 15 and 23% of their plays. So what else can that guy do? I mean, are they, can they play on special teams? They better be playing on four special teams. And so when you go back and forth between keeping a fullback or keeping another tight end, you mentioned Luke can also play that spot. Alan Cross can also play that spot. That'll be one of the battles there. You know, obviously, OJ and Cam are in pretty good shape at tight end. But, uh, you know, the, when we get down to numbers between running backs, fullbacks, tight ends, that'll, that'll be uh, what, what they're actually doing. And are they, uh, you know, are they any of those guys, do they have one skill set that really stands out? You know, whether it be uh, Alan Cross as a pass catcher, Quavon Hicks as a lead blocker. I mean, that's, that's what you're weighing is their value. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.